amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Blog Talk Radio. This is the year of the soldier. This is, you know, stand up or, or fall back. You know, I don't really have time to be worried about whether you fuck with me or whether you don't. You know, I, I own a brand called Zero Fucks. Like, do you think that I give a fuck whether you fuck with me or not? I fuck with you. We have a million other things that we could be talking about, we could be doing. And right now, I think that my duty is to other human beings. You don't gotta fuck with me, I fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? These people that buy my brand, they fuck with me. You think that I see because if you're in such pain that you see, you, you think that everybody sees how much in pain you are. Because I'm, I'm coming out a little bit stronger this year. Like I'm guillotine everybody. People that are coming to me to help, healing, they literally stay right here. Alright y'all, <clears throat> I am here, so I I didn't get to y'all yesterday or last night because y'all know I'd be doing shit and I'd be exhausted on my days off, but yesterday wasn't actually my day off, I was traveling. So the show today is called uh, When the Harvest is Over because we talk so much about making sure that we're sowing seeds, you know, because springtime is a time that we start planting uh, the seeds to get what we want the end of the year, which is why you hear a lot of people saying, um, I'm, you know, getting ready, I'm already in 2020 and whatever, whatever. So I'm just like in a place where I've manifested so much shit for the last year because y'all know I took a time out from dating and dick and just just to everything, because it was just too much, right? So I, I don't do things like that. I do I do this quite often. Like, if there's something that happens to me, you know, I take I put myself in a timeout. So we were joking, because it was me, Saladin, uh, our brother Ken Constantino, Asia, and her man uh, from Jersey were in town a couple months back. Mm. Your girl is drinking green tea, because the bitch is almost, uh, bitch is almost sick. So um, we did a show, and I was talking about the fact that I'm a trauma-based hoe. And so when I'm dealing with my shadow self, I start to realize, like, why was I even in a – because I get very embarrassed, right? I'm a cancer, and I talk a lot about the signs because y'all may not believe in that shit, but I do. It's very important uh, for me to know – what's going on with me. So I just now started getting into, like, when we start talking about what planets are in retrograde and what, you know, things, you know, are going on in the universe right now so that I know I'm not crazy, right? So 
because a lot of us were brought up like we were crazy, not realizing we had certain things about us that were going to be because we were born under certain times and certain trains and certain junctures in the universe. You can't be walking the earth thinking that it's just you and it's just like that's what, you know what I'm saying, um, that's what's going on. So I um, I came into this conversation with Ken and them and, and C-Asia and Saladin about the fact I'm a trauma-based hoe, which means that any time there was like something major or significant in my life for probably the past ooh, 17 years, I have attached myself to a male counterpart, not an incubus or anything like that, but just somebody like around that time. So let me just take it all the way back, and I'm about to hurt some of y'all feelings, and I don't give a fuck because y'all know goddamn well if I was in my right fucking mind, I would have never in the history of niggerdom fucked with 90% of y'all. I'm so embarrassed. So my mother passed. Well, first let me take it all the way back because I'm going to do something that's very difficult for me to say and do because, you know, you spend so much time thinking that you cared about somebody or you love somebody, and then when you really start coming out of the clouds and start healing, right, not just from that person but just from everything, you start realizing, like, yo, I really didn't give a fuck about this person at all because if I did, like, my first instinct is always 100% right. My first, that that's why, like, people think I'm crazy and my Sagittarius best friend, she's always like, oh, you're always such a free spirit. It's just because my first instinct is never wrong. And there is only one man on planet Earth that I don't have any ill will and that I don't ever regret and that I don't uh, hold anything against him, and that's my ex-husband. And the reason I, and we don't even speak, I don't fuck with him, he don't fuck with me, he's remarried on his third wife, other kids but we have our son. And I know that he was sent to me at the time because y'all know I met my ex-husband. We were married very quickly, three months later, very much in love. And I think that that is the only pure form of love that I've ever had because I did it selflessly. You know, I gave birth selflessly. I married a man that I didn't know what our financial future was going to look like. Everything about that relationship was pure. And that's how I function. There was no trauma. There was nothing that happened. So fast forward, that was in 2003, right? Or Yeah, 2003, I got married. 2004, my son was born. So I got divorced in 2007, and I met another man. And I don't give a fuck if you're listening because you already know what time it is. Um, right after my divorce. So I was single for a year within my divorce because we were separating. We were moving out of houses and getting other places, and he was seeing other people. And I just, I never wanted to cheat because in my mind that was cheating, right? So even though we're not, you know, together in, within the marriage, I'm still legally binded to you and anything can happen. And I watch too much TV and things happen, right? So I meet this man off the MySpace, and I actually talk about him in my book, Daniel in a Diary of a Hot Mess, uh, the Victor Flores character we talk about. He got his own chapter in the book, right? I was very enamored with him. You know, you know, you guys know the, the history of him, right? So we've kept in touch all this time, just here and there. You know, we'll go a year, don't speak, maybe four years, don't see each other. I haven't seen him since, like, 2015. And um, I came to this epiphany the other day as I was being a hot-ass mess, 
in New Jersey. Y'all saw that on my page. If you guys aren't following me, at miss.d.scott. I'll be having to vet y'all now coming on my page because y'all sit in my request because I don't know where you're coming from sometimes. It might be beneficial if you shoot me a DM or an email like, hey, this is me. I listen to your show so that I know that you're not an informant <laughs> for somebody else, you know, spying on me from somebody else's page. So 2007, I meet this guy. And this relationship goes on and on until, like, recently. So I haven't seen him since 2015, but it's just it's one of those things. And I always prided myself in this relationship because I thought he was such this good guy. And this isn't a show to, like, bash him or to bash any of y'all, but fuck y'all, really. Because, first of all, you saw me. Now that, you know, now I'm coming out of it and I'm sitting here like, wait a minute, what type of nigga is you? You saw me with my husband and my newborn baby in church, at the gym, all these things. Right, So you lusted after another man's wife, first of all. I don't even know you exist. And then second of all, you wait, you stalk me while I'm – because it's not cute anymore, right? So now I have to really call a spade a spade. And I have to call it what it was because it started as an obsession on your part, okay? But you didn't know I was motherfucking crazy, right? So I get a divorce. That is a trauma, Divorce is like a death. It is the death of a relationship. It is a failure. And for a bitch like me, I can't deal with failure. I don't deal with failure very well. So I started a trauma-based relationship in 2007 that spans all the way till now, until he hears this show. I'm sure he will. So I was in this position where I have to go to Florida. My god sister, my little cousin, she's getting married, same person, Aunt Nita's daughter, and um I was, like, contemplating, like, yeah, you know, if I come down, you know, when I, not if, when I come down in a couple of weeks, I'll see you, we'll hang out, whatever, whatever. And it's crazy because we talked about the fact that we have this ritual. So we, you know, always get fly, we always go to dinner, we always, you know, and it just, it turns into something. And then, you know, the, the guilt comes in because, oh, I could have moved here. And then, and then I think about it, bitch, there was a reason that I did not move down there with my child and it was because I didn't trust you I didn't trust a fucking thing that you said I didn't believe nothing that you was talking about you subsequently everything I said that that man was going to do in that book as far as losing his job I predicted all of it in 2013 when that book came out okay I predicted all of it he lost his job he had some alcohol issues he had to start all over can you imagine me going through that with my child Right. See, I would never do no shit like that because I watch my mother do that, chase these niggas. And then, you know what I'm saying? They end up in these fucked up situations. And now we over here poor and then we have money and then we didn't like I didn't do that to my son. I'd rather be humble as fuck, sleeping in a bunk bed in the same room as my kid to, in, in a place that's safe and consistent than to be somewhere where I'm moving him around because some dude told his mama that, she, you know, he loves her. And I wasn't promised anything. I didn't have any collateral. So a marriage isn't really that. Not that it's not important, but it isn't. I prefer a house. I prefer a home. I prefer a name on a deed or something. Do put, give me some paperwork that shows that you're not playing, and then I, I will proceed because I don't care. I have the money to back up whatever I need to do. So that relationship started in 2007. So my mother dies in 2013. Right now I'm still – in communication with dude, but not like that because, we know, you know, he had stopped, you know, bringing me down there every month, every two weeks, whatever, back and forth to Florida. Literally, my mother dies. I have a book signing the following week in Detroit. 
one of my old, it's like Mercury Retrograde just been whooping my ass for a decade, really, because it all, cause I'm more comfortable and trusting with people that I already know, right? So I don't just go around like fucking people. I can't do that. I don't have a lot of bodies on me because I can't just, like, I don't meet people organically, I guess, because I'm not really in certain places to meet people. I'm there to go to work or I'm there to, you know, get a job done or whatever. So I end up back in a relationship with a high school sweetheart of mine not high school, but like college sweetheart of mine in 2013, right after my mom died. And my girlfriend kept telling me, Denise, what this man does for a living, he actually shot porn, okay, um, is not going to sit well with you because I don't like the exploitation of women and they're not receiving pleasure or payment for it, right? I don't believe in doing anything for free, even if it's just because you want to do it and you like the person that's technically not free because you're still investing your time and investing your heart, knowing that it can be broken. So I stopped dealing with him, right, because one of you fans sent me the picture where he's getting tattooed. And, you know, so we closed that chapter. I can't make this shit up. Uh, 2000, was it 15, my grandmother died. I literally landed in uh, Houston. I get the phone call. I'm in the car with my child. He's going to see his dad for the first time in like three years. He hadn't seen him. My son asked, could I fly him down? I did. And um, my grandmother dies, right? So now I'm down there with someone that I've known for 10 years, just online, like we were just in the same groups, but we had a mutual friend who recently, okay, I'm going to get to that. So this is 2015. We have our time. We go out. We hang out, whatever which I consider cheating because you have a girlfriend and you knew that when you came to see me, you fucker in Texas, that you were wrong. Because if your bitch can't come, like, you know what you're doing is wrong. Y'all don't need me to explain this to you. So I'm not manifesting at this time anything because I'm just out here in the universe just existing, just going through trauma after trauma after trauma after trauma, right? So none of these things are my fault. It's not like I was on drugs. It's not like, you know, some people's trauma is drugs or like rape or like a car accident. These are just like this. So death, you know, of things has been my, my trauma. So this is 2015. I cut off that friendship because I'm like, you tried to fucking play me. Bitch, I don't play that. Let's just keep it copacetic like it is and just remain friends. 2000 and what was it? 17. Um, no, 18. Last year. Our homegirl dies. Trauma. This trauma causes me to reach out to this particular person from 2015, rekindle a relationship because she said his name on the deathbed. So I'm just like sitting here back blowed, looking at how raggedy you motherfuckers was and how raggedy I was for even like, bitch, you shouldn't have even been able to fucking speak to me. Y'all know better than that. I've seen men where I was like, oh, no, nah, I'm not. I'm not ready right now. I got to. <laughs> you know, I, let me just give me like six months. Let me get my shit together because I I, I want to ascend to something because I'm tired of always having to dumb it down or always having to, you know, hide some things about myself because you as a man may not be able to take what it is that I'm doing even though I live very modestly, right? So a couple weeks ago I told y'all I met a demon, right? And I know it was a demon because it just, it, the energy, it was, a, it was a very different type of energy because now I'm paying attention. Now I've manifested something since last year that I, I specifically, and if y'all go back and listen to the show, I said in 2019 I am not recycling dick. I'm not doing it, okay? And sometimes we'll fuck with a motherfucker because they remind us of a time when we were happy. 
But if that person particularly isn't making you happy, you can't do that. That is not love. That is tolerance, and I will not allow it. I'm not doing that. So I started getting angry, like, over this last year, like, yo, this person really tried to fucking play me, right? Because I told y'all before that a lot of men fail in relationships with me. I fail in relationships as well because I'm petty, right? So if you don't want listen, I am a girl, Damon, like, <laughs> I, I'm a woman. I can't do what men do. I don't want to. I don't want to try, right? So I let a man be a man. So if that means that you a whole-ass Negro, that's on you, and that's not what I want, right? If that, like, I do woman shit. I cook. I clean sometimes. I make tinctures. I'm trying to make sure you healthy and happy. You know, I just talked to Asia the other day. And so these same men, I'm about to give you this this great example so y'all know it's not just me being a bitch. These same men that I'm talking about, they're all sick. Several of them don't have children, never been married. One of them's divorced, no kids. Prostate issues, cancer issues, overweight issues, alcohol issues, all of y'all hoes from the 90s through the 2000s, spent the majority of your life in toxic, unresolved relationships with bitches that yielded nothing, all because you liked the aesthetic more than you wanted to be healthy or you wanted to be happy, right? So I'm a shallow bitch. I like pretty men. It's my thing. That's what I like, and I'm not going to stop liking that because, oh, maybe you should try now nah, because if an ugly motherfucker do me dirty, like, it's even worse. I think I dated the one ugly dude. I talk about him in the book, AP, but he was rich as fuck. So there was nothing about the way he treated me that was ugly until the very end when he tried to kill my ass. And now y'all are going back to a trauma that happened in, what, like 95, something like that, some, some, somewhere around there. I was still in school in New York. So I'm sitting here for this year while I sat my ass out, did not recycle no dick, did not answer phone calls, did not do none of that shit. Didn't date, didn't kiss nobody. I told you I went out on a date like three months ago with the dude, very friendly, but I could tell that the energy was not going to be something that I wanted to give him some pussy. Like that's just, I'm just like that. Well, maybe you should, I'm not going to force myself to like anybody. I can either see like myself with you six months from now or I can't. And it's just, there's nothing I'm going to ever be able to do about that, right? So, I told y'all I met the demon, and I knew because the the energy was like fire. It was like this motherfucker. I'm telling you, it was like the the Passion of the Christ movie. He was like circling around, and but it wasn't like he was looking at me like pray. It was just he looked at me like I was very familiar, right? So two weeks up, no, a week after that, I met somebody else, right? Energy was very different. You know, he came in. You could tell he was kind of sad, melancholy. You could tell he had a hard-ass day, nice-looking cat, also reminded me of somebody I used to date. That was fucking crazy, to the point where the girls that I work with was like, yo, call security. Like, I was like, no, that's not him. You could tell, like, in his mouth, you could tell that wasn't him. They looked alike, similar height, like everything, similar build. So I get to joking with dude. Everything is straight. He hands me his card after an interaction. So... I'm like, okay, so this isn't confused energy. But it wasn't a situation where when I seen him, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm about to, you know. So it was very laid back, right? So these are when situations are pure for me. 
right? So I can act on that because I don't have any intentions for you because I don't know you. So now I'm curious. I want to get to know you because I don't have any bad vibes. I don't, you know, you seem down or whatever and like you came in here to get happy, right? So I end up, you know, calling the guy the next day. And, um, you know, we just was talking for like several days. And um, he finally says, oh, you know what? Well, I want to see you. I said, well, you know, make it happen and I'll go. And what people don't realize is like, you can't tell me shit like you live in Australia. Oh, yeah, if you're ever in Australia, just let me know you can come stay with me because I will really call you. Male, female, like, I don't care. Australia? Oh, I can get there. I'm really the friend that shows up. So I was like, oh, all right. I'm thinking he's bullshitting. So I get the flight, and I'm like, oh, okay, shit. All right. <laughs> well, here it is. So, you know, everything everything begins. I had not one ounce of apprehension. I had not one shred of doubt that everything was going to be fine just because who he is, you can't really afford to be doing fucked up shit to me. Who I am, I can't really be afford to be associated with you in the news either. So we're not going to kill each other. No one's going to get beat up or raped or nothing crazy. So we're good. This is exciting, right? And this is what I'm used to. I'm not I'm not used to, like, people not doing what they said they was going to do because typically once you tell me you're going to do something and you don't do it, I don't want to talk to you anymore. So this is why I think the situation with um, – this is why I think the situation with um, not so much the Florida situation but the situation that I was in started upsetting me, right, because I start looking at – the fact that, like, you had 12 years to just be like, you know what, I'm tired of playing, you know, it's not even about the ring. It's just this is what I'm willing to do to make you feel comfortable to, to move here, right? And you didn't do it, so I shouldn't feel bad because now I don't want to see you when I come down there because I feel like I'm very, like, I hate to sound loud. Okay, so if it's me spending my money, right, you don't get to see me on my dime unless that's something that I choose. If it's you spending your money, I'll show up. I'll be aesthetically pleasing, whatever, whatever. But if it's me spending my money, I get to walk away anytime, and I don't have to talk to you. That is my number one. Y'all know I say that all the time. I don't want to talk to you. For what? Once, once, once I started getting money and I was good, I really, and it's not that men served a purpose of money for me. It's just that what are you really here for? So my basic day-to-day needs are being taken care of. My sons are too. You are really here sheer for to love on me or for entertainment. That's, that's really all that you can offer me right now because we're not interested. We're not in our 30s. We're not interested in trying to force people in to marry us. I don't need you to buy me a house. I don't, you're going to do it, but I'm just saying, like, I don't need you to really do that right now. You're going to do that because that's what you want to do. Right, or because you're trying to make a way. So I end up hanging out with dude in Jersey. You know I got family out there, so we go see my Aunt Joyce. Everything's cool um, in New York. We had a good time. And it's funny because we had this conversation, and he's like, yo, I swear I know you. And I was like, it's crazy because I was literally thinking the same thing. Like I was like, I feel like when I was living here before at Pace University that I dated you or like we hung out before. Like we didn't have sex or anything, but I was like, I know – <laughs> like we've been in a situation before, like we've seen each other, we've been in close comp, you know, close um, quarters before. So no issue. My crazy slipped out like one time. 
because she was like, let's see how, you know, whatever. But, you know, we were drinking. Everything was, you know, like it was copacetic. So I liked the way that he actually handled the situation. And instead of him doing what I did to him back to me, he texted me from under the table like, yo, you know what I mean? I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry because that's not what I meant. Y'all know I'm very rough. Y'all know I'm aggressive when I like somebody. So I'm very, very touchy-feely. I like to, like, play fight and stuff like that. So sometimes that translates outside in public, and I don't mean it to be because I don't have any ill will towards this person, so he hasn't done anything to me. So now the arduous task comes in because, you know, I am a Cancer, and as we enter Sagittarius season, and this person is actually a Sag. This is funny, right? Because Sages are well-known whores. This is this is what they do. They like a lot of women. They have no type, which is very dangerous. I told y'all before, men have no type. The man that has no type is a dangerous man because that means that it could be you. You're, you don't even know what you're looking for. So therefore, like I have to do certain things to buffer myself so that I don't act crazy, right? So I can't follow him on social media because aesthetically, I don't want to see that. And it's not a jealousy thing. It's like... I just don't want to be in your business because we're not there yet. So, like, the things that I may think are inappropriate, I don't have the right to say that right now. However, what I'm going to do, because I know how Sagittarius are, right, they watch. They're hunters. That's what they do. So they'll watch you for a long time. And they, they put you in the file of what I call duly noted, bitch. Like, oh, okay, that's what we're doing. All right. You know? So the way I function when I like somebody is I don't talk to other people. It's just that's just not what I do. Because the type of men that I deal with, first of all, they ain't going for that shit. Second of all, I just I don't want no problems. And third of all, I really just don't have the time, right? So the demon popping up, you know, like hey, like in a text message or whatever. And I call him a demon because he means me no good. This is definitely not a situation that can go anywhere. Like it's a, you look really nice, like you look great. But, and I asked for a carpenter, I asked for everything that this man is, but I didn't ask to be in a relationship with that, because I can't. So, for me, his conversation is, you know, very choppy, five-word sentences, and this is prior to me meeting this one, right? So, I'm like, this isn't going to go anywhere, because my pussy does not get wet for men that cannot formulate a conversation or cannot make a plan. I'm right here. All you got to do is say, hey, let's let's go to dinner. Let's go to lunch. Let's do this. And prior to me getting back into town, I probably would have went. I won't go now just because I don't like to mix energy because it's not fair, right? Because now I don't want to lie because you know I'm not going to lie. I, I, always, I get punched in the face all the time because I refuse to lie to you hoes to your face. Unless it's something that I might die about. But other than that, like, I refuse to lie to you. Like, I refuse to be like, oh, no, I'm not talking to other people knowing damn well I am. So my problem now is, is okay, so we have all these, you know, beautiful men in the world, right? And then I like this one, too, but it's just like. So is that enough for me to say now that the harvest is over and I've sold what I wanted? Because I told him, I said, I manifested you. If you are who you say you are and I'm watching you, then I manifested this exact situation to happen because that's what I needed. So now I have to figure out what you need, right, to see if we're even going to make it past anything other than just hanging out. So, you know, I leave 
you know, the trip. Of course, the flight's delayed. Because if y'all know and y'all been following me for a long time, y'all know. Every time I go out of town, something crazy happens. Missed flights, canceled flights, ending up in penthouse suites because, you know, the airport had to put me there. Like, y'all know how this is. So I don't trip on that. So now I'm, I'm sitting in the airport and I'm talking to, you know, the guy on the phone. And then I'm like, yo, and I don't even know where it came from. So I feel bad because I probably shouldn't even brought it up. But I was like, I'm just like now realizing I probably didn't even love dude in Florida. And I say that because if he wanted to do something, he would have did it. So, okay, here's this guy. I just met you a couple weeks ago. You already was like, I'm interested in putting on a plane. Now, here's the other thing that I have to deal with. Because of his job, he very easily could be doing this shit all the time. But I don't ask questions that I don't want to know the answer to in this moment because I really don't care. But on the same token, Sagittarius has a problem with their own truth, right? So they don't want to hear if they're out doing what the fuck they're doing, and you're like, oh, and I always use Dubai. So you have to be careful when I speak because I'm telling you everything that you already need to know as a man. You know that if I'm telling you that I'll just get angry and go to Dubai, that obviously that is an offer that was on the table. So so I'm single by choice. So I don't ever want y'all to think that, like, I'm just, like, sitting here. People don't be in my DMs like that. They don't. But when I do meet people or when I am vibing with people or when y'all do jump in my DMs, y'all not coming in there playing. So I appreciate the fact that y'all know that, the ones that really want to get at me, y'all know y'all can't come and talk to me about no stupid shit because I'm not going for that, right? So I look at the fact that, okay, this person actually did what he said he was going to do, and we like him. We like him a lot, right? So we're going to continue to like him until the side effects start showing up. So I've already noticed that, and I hope he doesn't listen to the show because I asked him not to, um, I've already noticed that he could be petty, if not worse, more petty than me. That's not going to work with us because, like I told him, I said, I really just don't do that because if you stop speaking, motherfucker, I'm going to stop speaking, and bitch, the marathon will continue. We will never speak again over some stupid shit, like who ate the hour later in my pocket, like dumb shit like that. So I'm praying that that's not going to be an issue, right? Sag being a hoe and liking a bunch of bitches, eh. All, all my dudes was pretty. All of them were good jobs. Like I said, I talk shit about them, but they all nice looking. They all, you know, I, I'm not embarrassed about that. I'm embarrassed about the way they did me and what I allowed and what I supported and what I tolerated for so long, calling it love, and it really wasn't. I did not love none of you hoes, and I'm so, I, it, it, I don't feel freed. And saying that, and I'm not saying that because I shared energy with somebody else. I'm saying that because if I was in my right mind, I would have never fucked with none of y'all. Period. I would have, like, two bodies. Like, you know what I'm saying? So this situation just came because it was pure. So he didn't know me. I don't know you. Like, and we just kind of had to rely on whatever. But being at what he does for a living, like I said, it's very plausible that this is what he does, right? So I have to wait until he makes moves to say, okay, I'm going to accept that or I'm not. I'm not the type of woman that's going to be like, oh, well, now I'm, now I'm on your dick just because you did this one thing. That's, that's not what I do because a lot of men thrive on that, right? Now we have to maintain it. So now that the harvest is over, we've, we've sown our seeds, literally, right? What happens next? 
When I said to this gentleman, I said, men dictate relationships. I don't think he understands what I mean by that. And what I mean by that is that I am the woman in the relationship. I'm supposed to sit there. You're supposed to lead me, right? Not just in a marriage, but just in any portion of the relationship. You're supposed to tell me this is, this is what I would like to do with you. And if you don't know, don't say shit. Just, just let it ride. Because I don't ever want to be in a position where somebody lies to me about something. And, you know, there's some duly noted that happen, like, oh, okay, that's, that's what you like or that's what you do or whatever. Nothing major, but just little things. Just like I'm sure there's little things about me that he was like, oh, okay, this bitch, all right. You know, like I know he doesn't like when I rub my feet together with no socks on. Like I think the noise agitates him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know that he probably was looking at, like, the scars on my belly, like, what the fuck is that? Like, you know, not knowing or not having read about my cancer situation with the tumors and all that other stuff and then about me with the frozen eggs with the situation before. And then that just angers me even more when I think about it because it's like I was willing to do all that for someone else that wasn't even worthy. So imagine what I would do for somebody that was, right? So... You know, when the harvest is over, now we have this maintenance phase, right? And I think that we as humans get so afraid to feel things. Whereas me, I was just having a conversation today um, with one of the girls on my page, and we were talking about how we actually love falling in love. It's like it's like the best feeling in the world. But then I'm like, what does that really feel like when it's not trauma-based? You know what I'm saying? Like, what does that feel like to actually fall in love with somebody or to like somebody because – you genuinely just like them as a person or you genuinely want to help them or to take care of them. So it's in my nature 100% across the board to take care of anything that I touch, right, or any person, right? So it's in a Sag's nature to protect and to hunt. That's, that's literally that's what they do. They are half man, half beast. That's what they do. They roam the earth and that's what they do. They get bored very easy. You cannot um, tell a Sag, not so much no, but you cannot, well, that's it, yeah, that would make sense because he says, oh, don't say can't. Can't tell a Sag no. Uh, one of my best friends of over 30 years is a Sag, and her and I go through bouts where we won't speak for a long time because we had a disagreement or there was a miscommunication. And when we finally came back together after six years of not speaking, so imagine if that's my best friend, that's my sister, my older sister, um, and we didn't speak for six years because of death, because of my mother's death um, and trauma and a misunderstanding and miscommunication. Imagine what I would do to a dude. I would never have to speak to you again because I actually love her. So what do you think I would do with you? You know, and she's very, you know, my, my sad, she's, she's, she's very blunt. She's very, um, but she's very sweet. And I know that she would do anything for me. And here's the crazy part. Her husband is a cancer. My aunt is a cancer. Her husband is a Sag. So it's not like I use the the astrology to dictate or to determine, you know, what my relationship is going to be and, oh, because this person is a this or this person is a that, but it's not been wrong. The Pisces was a cunt, right? So fuck you. The Taurus, too fixed, too stubborn, and that's why I'm not going to see you when I get down there because – for what, bitch? So we could just eat oysters and like, just like what? Like, so, so what? You see what I mean? Like, these are things that are a waste of my fucking time. And I swear to God, I'm not saying that because there's new dick on the horizon. I'm honestly saying that because I'm like, this is the first time since like 2015 and really 
it, it really, if you think about it, since like 2007, that I'm fucking with some, really, no, since 2003, really, that I'm fucking with somebody because that's just really what I wanted to do because I like them, because they look nice to me, because they're aesthetically pleasing, they're handsome or they're whatever, right, or they're smart. So, you know, I just feel like even if this shit doesn't work out, it's like, okay, well, it was nice meeting you. Thank you for your time, whatever. I'm not going to be crushed now. Six months from now, maybe so, because other things have transpired. But Sagittarius do shit in their own way. And so that's the season that we're coming into past Scorpio season. So Scorpio season mixed with the Taurus full moon that we just had yesterday is all about you know, Scorpio season is all about emotions. Drake's a Scorpio, Future's a Scorpio. Look at these motherfuckers. That's why, that's why y'all hate them, because they're just ridiculous, right? But they're also an emotional sign. People think that cancers are like the biggest crybabies. And, yeah, we cry when we're about to punch you in your face. But, you know, cancers are notoriously loyal. And so I just feel like I have to be <clears throat> loyal to myself and say these are the types of people I'm not going to fucking deal with. You know what I'm saying? Because you have no intentions for me at all. Do I look like the type of person you could just fuck with for like 12 years? And like I said, we had five years we didn't see each other, two, you know, two years here and there, so it's nothing like that. But I had to really call a spade, a spade the other day while I was sitting in the airport on my fucking delay and say like, yo, this motherfucker didn't give a fuck about me at all. And you know what, Denise, you didn't give a fuck about him either because look at you, you jumped on the plane to go see this motherfucker. But you wouldn't, you wouldn't do that for him. Like, what does that say? Right? So now I feel good. I feel released. You know, the full moon, blah, blah, blah. We're going into Sag season. But when the harvest is over, you have to learn how to maintain things. And so if there is someone or something that you want, right, you have to learn to say, okay, can I really afford to maintain this? So if your maintenance is, okay, I want to see Denise once a month, and that's what works for us because I'm busy, she's busy, but then 30 days I can have self-control because a lot of men lack self-control. Sag is one of the main signs that lacks self-control. They lack self-control because they, they can't just go sit the fuck down. They always have to be doing something. They always have to be traveling. This is why it's funny because his career choice has involved a lot of travel. And no, the fuck, he's not a goddamn flight attendant. But um, no shade, but shade, oak tree. But um, I think that, you know, it, it could work if there is something that sat down that says, okay, we've been hanging out for this time because y'all know I'm old-fashioned. You got to tell – see, I'm the type of broad, like, y'all know. Like, you have to tell me, like, hey, hey, come here. Um, all that shit that you doing or whatever the fuck is going on with you going in the bathroom, getting on the phone or whatever, whatever, like it needs to stop. But the only thing that I request, which is where men fail at, whatever you think is cheating, I think it's cheating too. Whatever you don't want me to do, that's what the fuck you better not be doing, right? And so if you're not ready to say that to me, let's just enjoy the moment. <laughs> let's just enjoy the time. Don't try to take me off the market just because you're being selfish. Because I'm also in a season where, I'm in abundance, so I'm not in a place where I want to be selfish with my time either. So if someone else comes and says, well, you know what, I want to fly you out to Vegas so we could talk business, but I know you want to talk business and other shit, and you're not making no moves, you just, you know, keep maintaining and doing the same shit, I have a right to be able to go do that and then tell you the truth about it later, right? So when I always tell people, like, I'm loyal to the soil, like, my, my best friend, that's a sad, she know. 
through drought, through famine, no matter what, even when we wasn't speaking, that was still my sister. Don't fucking say shit about her. It is what it is. And so this is a time where I need to be protected from all of y'all. Like, I need to be protected from you. So if you need to protect me from you, then maybe you should take a step back and say, okay. And I always joke around and I say, you know, I give everybody 90 days to clean up their fucking mess because it's unfair to, like, meet somebody and everything is great. And then I just pray that he doesn't start looking for, like, when is the other shoe going to fall off because I really am who the fuck I say I am. So that vibe that you feel is the same vibe that I felt, right? And so you're supposed to explore that. Now, if you let it die because you took too long to commit to some type of consistency or maintenance, then these are things that are not my problem. But what I can tell you is that I'm healed past recycling, Right, So if this shit doesn't work out, it's like, that's cool, but you don't get to call me six months from now and then be like, yo, you know, I was going through a bad time, but, I'm, but I wasn't. So, like, we good, you know, thank you for your time, and that's what we're doing. So I want to um, definitely send a shout-out to this club that we went to in the village that he took me to when we were in New York called The Groove. There was a band there. I can't think of the name. It's the Soul, Soul something. I'll get the name for you guys and then tag them. But they had a singer in there that literally hit the octaves like Prince. So I was, like, very excited about that and had a very alcoholic moment in the evening, so it was amazing. Thank you for that. But the one song that they did not play that I would have probably just, like, passed out and fainted on the floor and probably been, like, crying hysterically is actually my girlfriend's wedding song that she stole from me. Lisa, you stole this damn song from me uh, for your wedding 17 years ago. Happy anniversary, Lisa and Harry, the cancer and the sag I was talking about. And um, they stole this song from me for my wedding day that never came and did not exist. And so this is the song that had they played it, I would have passed out, fainted. And when the harvest is over and you've manifested what you wanted, you better hope that you're able to maintain it and you better hope that you two adore each other because that's just where you're at right now. The love stuff comes late. Bye. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.